Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, beautiful bloomers. Welcome back to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. I'm Ambrosia. Hi, everybody. And uh, yeah, we are coming to you today. When is it? It's like, God, it's the end of summer. It's the end of summer. I literally cannot believe that. Like, I knew this summer was going to fly by, but I, like, honestly cannot believe it really flew by. At least, though, I feel like it was, like, a packed summer. Do you feel like you did things you wanted to do? I mean, I feel like I did fun stuff, but did I go to Europe? No. Do I still? But you're going to Europe next year. I'm going to Europe next year. Yes, I know. You booked a European trip. I did. I booked a trip to Greece for a week. I might stop in a few other countries too. Might as well because I'm going to be over there. You 100% should because once you're over there, it's like it's it's like taking a road trip to like New York or something, you know? Might mm-hmm. as well. Might as well. well. I'm super excited for you. Um, I'm super excited for you. You're almost done cooking this baby. <laughs> I know, right? Like what the hell? What the hell? Yeah, it's um. You so guys, right look- now, the twenty second of August, Alexa is how far along? I'm thirty seven weeks tomorrow, which it's so funny. It's so funny the amount of people that don't realize that it's actually at least by the way we counted, it, it's ten months, right? So like everyone thinks I'm eight months, and I'm like, no, I'm nine plus months. Um, if you want to see my basketball belly, it is literally a basketball, <laughs> like literally. He's still really high up. I don't think he's going lower. Like I've had a lot of people be like, oh, he's he's not coming because he's high and not doctors, just like random people. And I'm like, there's nowhere for him to go. He's down and his feet are in my ribs. Like there's yeah. not. <laughs> like I'm a short torso person. I don't yeah. know what you want. Yeah. yeah. So I'm really. But you know, what's cool is like I got past the like terrified stage of like the scared of labor. And now I'm just like in the stage of like let's fucking do this. Like, I'm pumped. Like, let's like, I wanted, like, I'm excited to have the experience. Um, and also just ready to like move into that next phase. I think I said this before, but, um, so I'm excited. And, um, in the process, you're starting to record some episodes on your own. Doing great. Yeah, I am. I did well. Um, mm-hmm. no major mishaps. So super excited. Um, Let me know what you guys think. Let me know if there's any topic that you want to discuss. I have several ideas, including like aliens and um, a few fun spiritual ideas that I'm going to record about. 
Speaking of aliens, um, our Patreons have spoken once again, and uh, this Wednesday, which is when this episode will be releasing if you listen to it on the audio version and not on our Facebook page, um, this Wednesday, August 24th, 3 p.m. Eastern, we are doing our Patreon-exclusive intuitive investigation into... Area 51. Area 51. <laughs> Yay. So uh, it's time to find out what's behind those doors and what's what's up, what the government knows, what they don't know, what um, what is on Earth presently. I think it'll be a really, really great intuitive investigation. So if you're someone who wants to dive into aliens and all of that stuff, make sure that you either join the live or you um, comment a question so we can ask it on your behalf. And you can get access to all of this for as low as $5 on our Patreon. And it truly, it does help. Like, it really, really, really helps. So if you guys are wanting to support the podcast, that would be a great way to do it. Yeah. Just throwing that out support Alexa's maternity leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, so should we get into today? Today's topic? We should get into today's topic, yeah. Okay, so it's great because we actually got an email from one of you, lovely, lovely bloomers. And I'm not going to read your name just because I'm not sure if you want me to. Um, But here is the email. Hi, ladies. Happy Monday. I hope for you both. I was wondering if you could reference for me any episodes you have where you speak about mediumship, psychics, energy healing versus Christianity. Not even versus Christianity per se, but long story short, a friend sent me a video that's circulating in the Christian community claiming it's demonic and anyone who reads astrology, participates in tarot, or personal psychic abilities is playing with demons. I know, major eye roll. I understand it's nothing new. All to say, I don't want to spread bad vibes. I'm just perplexed and wanted to gather evidence to the contrary. I was scrolling mm-hmm. down your podcast, and y'all have so many episodes. I thought it might just be easier to ask if you could point me to any specific episodes. And if not, maybe this could be a fun topic for a show. Um, everyone has the right to their opinions. I'm just having a hard time finding anyone speaking out against these claims. And if you have any leads or resources and a free moment, I would really appreciate anything you can give me in your pursuit. Thank you for your time. Signed, the listener. So, Ambrosia. So, I mean, I've been told, my thoughts are, I've been told since I was a child that this is demonic and that I'm going to hell and blah, 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 blah. So, one, I don't subscribe to the idea of hell, so that doesn't really, like, it doesn't scare me. I think that we're in hell, so it is what it is. Why don't you elaborate um, on that? Because, no, because you your perspective on that is really interesting, and every time I've heard you, I used to hear you say that and misinterpret what you were saying, so. Okay. So tell me how you misinterpreted, because I would love. I would like to. Because I literally up. thought you were saying like this is hell, like we're in the worst possible place we could. Oh, you no, explain. I, I believe that. No, I no, believe that. No, I know, <laughs> no. but I so, thought you were just being negative. Oh no 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 no! Yeah. I genuinely believe this is hell. Yeah. So I think the idea of like something's worse and like this is is like like there's pitchforks and fire and blah 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 i don't believe in that um i also don't believe in purgatory i don't believe in the idea that if you kill yourself or you do x y and z wrong you're going to go to like a limbo phase i don't believe that um 
I talk to a lot of dead people every day and I've never had one dead person tell me like, I'm in a worse place than you're currently in. <laughs> They're always like, I'm good. Are you okay? Cause I'm concerned yeah. more about you. And that led me to believe like, oh shit, this is hell. This is hell in the aspect of this is as bad as it gets. And that gives me some solace because I'm already here, right? Like, so, oh, yeah. and then you hear about Dolores Cannon when she did like um, uh, QHHT and how other um, souls are talking about wanting to learn things and that's why they want to come to earth or like warriors sent to earth and things like that. And that makes me believe that this is a school, but it's like a really hard school. So you can call it a school, you can call it hell, you can call it whatever you want. But I think that this plane, Earth, is as hard and as nasty as it gets. And so when we die, it gets better. It only gets better. If you choose to come back, cool. If you choose to like go somewhere else to a different dimension, I've talked to people that have been guides. I've talked to people that like, I just don't think it gets worse, personally. Unless, unless, because because I do think like something we've discovered on this podcast through our interviews and through just discussion and whatever is that um, the afterlife is really your perception of what the afterlife is going to be. So right. in that way, if you are to perceive that you and, and tell me what you think about this, Ambie, because maybe we have differing opinions on this, and you know, but if you perceive that after this life, you're going to be in hell, like you're going to be in some worse place than this. And it's going to be like you said, the pitchforks and the fire and the scary stuff. Um, couldn't you argue that maybe like a soul could kind of like create that for itself or no? I mean, I guess um, I think when we think of people that are truly going to hell. Okay. Like I, Maybe some super religious people listen to this podcast. I couldn't imagine that they would, but maybe some super religious people do. And you think that someone like me, who is a psychic, who is gay, who is um, doesn't believe in necessarily a God um, or one God in particular, um, you would believe that someone like me is going to go to hell. So that being said, could you... I've seen people be afraid of me after they've died or not want to speak to me after they've died. Right. And because that goes against their kind of religious beliefs or it goes against their morals or it goes against whatever they, they want. But I've never had anyone experience like a torturous hell, like in the Bible or anything like that. Mm. So I don't, I don't know. I personally believe in karma and reincarnation and I don't necessarily like Hitler. Hitler's a good example. Do I believe that he was probably reincarnated as someone who was um, had a torturous soul and like the, like the karmic balance of it all? Sure, I sure do. Um, does that mean that if you're going through something really negative, you were a bad person in a previous life? Not necessarily. I think that it just means that because I've been through some bad shit, but I think it just means that your soul wants to experience everything. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think that a lot of the times as human beings and us wanting to look for like right versus wrong, we look for like a, a check and balances. Mm -hmm. And so like, how do you justify, um, how do you justify someone murdering children? How do you justify someone raping people? Like yeah. in, in our heads, we justify <laughs> that they're going to a worse place here. They're going to hell. Right. 
Yeah. And if that's what brings you solace, then that's what brings you solace. I personally think that maybe they're in their own hell and that's why they have to do these things already to feel some type of way. Right. Yeah. But I mean, is that are there other dimensions that are worse than this one? I, I don't think I'm sure that there are other dimensions worse than this one, but I don't think that it is the hell that is described in the Bible. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah it does. And I, I would agree. I mean, in the Christian Bible, let me be really specific about this. Yeah, Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, and, and the, the context of this email, like, it doesn't surprise me at all, right? It makes me sad, but it doesn't surprise me at all because this is – we actually talk about this in our course, in our um, mm-hmm. Super Bloom, You're Not Crazy, You're Intuitive course. It's yep. in our very first module. We talk about how um, being intuitive or being a seer or being any sort of – extra magical way or whatever um, has been demonized. And why would it be demonized? And we talk about the uprising of religion and the uprising of um, how of control, of wanting to control. Right. And so it's like if if we all grew up learning hey, you don't need, it's all inside of you. Like we, you know, there's no churches, there's no anything. It's you. You don't need a, you don't need to go to someone. You have it inside of you. Man, wouldn't we all be powerful and be able to do, wouldn't we all know our own power? And then how would we be controlled, right? How would we be, how would anyone say, how would anyone scare us? Or how would anyone punish us? Or how would anyone, um, yeah, limit us, right? So that we don't do, mm-hmm. what, do what they don't want us to do. But with the uprising of religion, it was very effective at control because basically what religion said is, I'm the way to God. <clears throat> God's yeah. judging you. Mm-hmm. If you do good, then you go to the good place. If you do bad, yeah. then you go to the bad place. And God's always judging like all life, all your life. And if you come to me and you confess your sins, you know, um, then maybe we can get you back to the good place. Um, But basically it puts you in a state of always having to reprimand yourself, always having to limit yourself, always being afraid to do anything on your own or to gain any sort of real power. Like that's how I see it. And always Um, having to rely on somebody else to know what's right and wrong you you yeah. you'd like you're saying you can't have any kind of self um guidance at all yeah. call it god call it intuition call it whatever you want you can't yeah. trust yourself you have no trust in yourself yeah it's like it's like you know how people talk about how people are sheeple mm-hmm. like they're sheep like your sheep, yeah. meaning you just follow what you're told. That's how I feel like sheep are created. One I love way. that you just mansplained sheep. <clears throat> Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm trying to. I'm sure there's someone who's listening that hasn't heard that. My God. You know what it makes me think of, though? Remember the movie Can't Hardly Wait? Did you watch mm-hmm. that? Yeah, yeah. There's the one girl at the party who she's like cutting up um the plastic that goes around like cans. like And she's like, sheep. You are all sheep. And I remember that was the first time that I like learned that. Anyway, <clears throat> but 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 really, again, like it gives me that idea of like how do you 
listen, if if somehow you were you sheep were able to be empowered, literal sheep, I'm talking about a literal sheep right now. And they were able to think for themselves and act for themselves and get jobs and drive cars and whatever, do whatever they wanted to do. Um, well, guess what? You wouldn't be able to do what you do with sheep farmers, right? Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able to herd them when you wanted to. You wouldn't be able to, they would not be as easily um, manipulated, right? And I don't mean that farmers are bad or anything. I'm just <laughs> using this as an example is like, you you want sheep to listen to you and her, her, you so you can herd them where you want them to go. And mm-hmm. I really think that people over our history have been looked at the same way as like, we want to make sure that everything is under control. And so with this idea that's being floated around of, oh, astrology is demonic and personal psychic abilities are demonic. Like, yeah, it makes perfect sense to me that that would be mm-hmm. going around. Right. Because it it makes you so afraid that you'll shut it down before you even get started, you know? Right. And, and you know, I think that I think a healthy curiosity and a healthy fear um, are good. Like, question things. Make sure that you are questioning not only you're questioning religion, you're questioning spirituality. Because there are spiritual leaders that have a cult following there are spiritual leaders out there that say again i'm the messiah you follow me do what i say give me your body your money whatever that is the same thing that's the same message so it's really important to empower yourself and go by what you believe to be true not by what other people believe to be true because that's still looking outside of yourself for approval but really looking at yourself so i believe in source right i believe in deities i believe in jesus i believe in all of these things at the same time how is that possible because we live in a binary system and so if if jesus exists then other gods can't exist that's not true in my world Mm -hmm. and i don't really care if anybody believes in it because i'm not asking you to believe what i believe right yeah. But if I also believe in witchcraft, then that means I can't believe in Christianity. That's not true. I yeah. can believe in both at the same time. And so to me, you believe what you believe and I'll believe what I believe. As long as we're not hurting anybody else, I really don't give a fuck. I don't really care. Now, here's where I tend to believe things until I'm proven wrong. I didn't believe in demons until I ran into one. Now I believe in demons. Now I believe in full poltergeist. Now I can believe in um, demonic possessions. Now I can believe in things that are that I didn't want to subscribe to because I was afraid of it. But now I'm I wanted to know more about it. Okay, so what is a poltergeist? What is a demonic possession? What are demons? What are these things? And what I believe they are is when you see someone that is so detached from their own humanity meaning that they're hurting other people, a serial killer, um, Hitler, they're hurting other people without looking at other individuals as Christian leaders, okay? A lot of people that are looking at other people and they're not humanizing them. That to me is a demonic possession. That to me, and I don't care what the message is behind it. I've heard Christian leaders say that gay people should be shot in the back of the head simply because they're gay. You to me, 
have a demon in you because you are dehumanizing people and not even taking the time to understand that that's a human being, that's someone's child, that's someone's loved one. Mm -hmm. And when you do that to me, or you're, you're not really empathizing with animals, you're not really empathizing with life. To me, that's a demonic possession. The other way that this can go is when you are dehumanizing yourself. You say, I'm a piece of shit. I deserve to die. All of these really negative things about yourself, you have some kind of possession taken over. And it doesn't mean that it's so scary that you like, I, I can't live anymore. I have to take my life, etc. There are ways to um, not work with it, but um, I don't know. I don't want to say exercise because that is a whole different thing but like there remove, are ways to remove cut things cords. <laughs> cut ties. like basic, this isn't working for me verbiage. anymore yeah there are ways to say i don't want to participate in this anymore and and remove this entity from your life mm -hmm. but i think a lot of the time when we are afraid of it especially with a poltergeist we become so scared that it actually takes on its own entity its own life and the fear makes it so much worse. So for me, I was afraid of talking to dead people because I thought it would be like the sixth sense. I thought I would see people and how they died, their heads chopped off or whatever. Like my imagination went wild, okay? And that took on its own entity, its own being, rather than what was actually happening, which was seeing them in my mind's eye. And that's as scary as it got. And for me, once I realized like that's as bad as it gets, like and they're they deserve respect and they're just like regular people. Okay, cool. I can I can participate with that belief. But I think that if you let the fear in any way get the best of you, then you're not one really living life to the fullest. You're not questioning things. You're just kind of allowing the fear to take control and and living life by default. That's my opinion. Mm. Yeah, I think I think what you said is so well said. I agree. I don't think demons are I, I like how you were explaining that like demons aren't just like we see them in the movies, right? right. It's like it's <clears throat> it's also the negative energy that you give power to over yourself, right? That's mm -hmm. the whole thing. It's like I think that's what makes me kind of gets me riled up the most about like religious fear and religious trauma is the is the fear that's being instilled in people that makes them more susceptible to things that could easily be avoided and could easily be um, dealt with. But mm -hmm. it's like the fear is planted in you at a certain point to, to, again, in my opinion, control you in some way. And then you are taught to give your power over, over and over and over again, you know? And yeah. the reality is that you, each person here is an empowered being and they don't need, like we said, we don't, you don't need permission. You don't need, um, anointance. You don't need anything. We're all made of the same stuff, right? So you're made of the same stuff that let's say you look at a religious leader, maybe as more powerful than you. You're made of the exact same thing as that religious leader. Yeah. Right. Um, you're made of the exact same thing as Jesus was. You're made of the exact same thing as, any being that's walked this earth um, and as source. So um, I think that what I would say to this listener is who wrote this email is I think this is an opportunity for you to you, 
like, I think the reason that you wrote this email is because you can feel how off it feels to you. Like, it doesn't yeah. feel right. It doesn't ring true. And this Even the way a- they wrote it, it feels off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Meaning, I think you're coming, it sounds like you're coming into a time where you're really questioning mm-hmm. what, just like Ambie was talking about, what type of relationship you want to have with Christianity, not like right. what is it black and white? Like, how do you want to experience your Christianity? Because I'm assuming you're mm-hmm. a Christian. Um, and, you know, isn't that the truth, too? Like, Amby, you were touching on this. It's like we like to the world will tell you it's black and white. It is so not black and white. Like we pick and choose beliefs all the time that that conflict, mm-hmm. that completely conflict sometimes. And that's. Just how we're cho- we're saying, I'll have a little of this, I'll have a little of this. I'm going to have my own experience here. And that's why I love when, like, people – look, I'm all for science and I'm all for facts and that's great. But I think it's funny when, like, <laughs> there's people that are like, well, show me, the, show me the facts and then I will believe it. And I'm like, that's fine for you. But I don't, yeah. need, I don't need the fact. Like, in this scenario, I don't need the facts because I just trust it. And they're like, mm-hmm. but you don't have the facts. And I'm like, but that's fine for me. It's not for you. Mm-hmm. It's fine for me. And so that's an example of how I'm like picking and choosing my beliefs based on there's some things that I want facts for, right? The vaccine. Yeah. I want it, I want some facts for that. Like my baby and its health. I want some science and facts for that to to help support my beliefs. For spirituality. See- And for me, that's so funny because for me, I don't need facts for the vaccine. Okay, but it's just an example. It's just an example. Right, right. But I'm I'm saying like that's even something like scientific. It's okay if we disagree on. It's okay if we like come to the same conclusion through different methods. Yes. You know what I mean? Sorry, sure. I interrupted you. Go no, ahead. well, well, I was going to say, and there's other things that are scientific as well that I don't need facts for mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. And maybe me and you will disagree on them because there's some things right. that you would get really worried about and go to the doctor and I would be like, it's mm-hmm. fine, right? Right. So it, and that's, what is that based on? Our personal life experience and our feelings about things. And, and our so, fears too. Yes, and our fears are very personal. Like, see, I could never... Uh, I can talk about this topic all day long because, it, like I said, it does get me riled up. However, I will never know what it feels like to have religious trauma. I have never – I've barely been in a yeah. church. I have barely – like I I cannot imagine though because I know what it's like to be – to feel shame and guilt for no reason when you're like growing up and just like being a human and a kid and just like making mistakes and whatever. And I know how plaguing that can be. Like that was a big component of my OCD before I got it treated with medication and with therapy. Now with medication, like I really feel like a completely different person and it's hard for me to relate. But when people talk about religious trauma, that's what I think of. That being said, I seriously will never know what it's like. My dad grew up in a very religious, like he went to school with nuns who would hit him all the time and like instill in him, you know, that everything he did was bad and he was wrong and he was going to hell, all the things. And, you know, I see the effect that has on him, but I'll never know that. So Mm -hmm. that being said, I, I really have a lot of compassion for anybody who is trying to find their personal identity and Mm -hmm. starting to touch 
the edge of their personal authority and power and also has interest in this, has interest in their intuition and intuitive development and who is being triggered by this fear that feels very real to them, feels very real mm -hmm. that they might go to hell, you know? And I think the other, the other part of this is when you have people around you, we are social creatures as human beings. And when you have people around you telling you that something's not safe, that something isn't okay, right? And it's you part of your tribe to, too. Yeah. Like your, and you want, your family or whatever. Right, right, right. People that you respect and care about and you mm -hmm. genuinely care about their opinion. When you have those people around you telling you that this is um, anything is unsafe, anything. And I always think of like the caveman analogy of like coming out of the cave. If you were a caveman and you were in the cave and you're watching one of your one of your family members go out of the cave and you watch them get eaten by a saber toothed tiger, you're going to stay in the fucking cave. You're not going to come out because you've learned through visual aid and experience even though you didn't have that experience, that that is not safe, right? That's how we learn. That's how we, that's how we expand. Now, if that person was okay and nothing happened, you might step out of the cave thinking like, this is safe. This is okay. Think about how many people, and we, let's say for argument's sake, we believe in reincarnation. Okay. Think about how many people in previous lifetimes have seen a lobotomy or have experienced it. Right. And so they were giving lobotomies up until the early 70s. That's not that long ago. There are people alive that can tell you about witnessing yeah. other people going through lobotomies. And what were they giving lobotomies for? Anything that was viewed as abnormal. Women have been hysterical. Uh, your husband telling the doctor that, like, you're hysterical. You don't even have to be uh, being gay. Uh, having demon possessions, and that can be a multitude of things. Um, so we often think about the witch trials and we think about things like that that have happened lifetimes ago, but there are things that are very, very modern that are still very scary and life or death. And when you look at religious leaders that say, if you do this, you're going to hell. If you do this, you should be put to death that's terrifying yeah. that is actually terrifying so absolutely and then that we're just talking about the states right we're not even talking about other countries that have outlawed uh different viewpoints on, on religion and things like that different viewpoints on sexuality all of these things so it's genuinely unsafe for some people to look into spirituality it's genuinely safe for some people to talk about it with other people. So it's up to you. I mean, if you feel like it's safe and it's something that you wanna do, join our Facebook group because the big thing is to have community, have people around you that are going through the same situation or something very similar that can relate to you and kind of support you and tell you that it's okay, um, that you're not a freak and you're not, oh, I cracked my water bottle, that you're not a freak and you're not alone and all of these things because that really helped me. I don't have religious trauma. I was never raised religious, but I was raised with the idea that I was crazy. I was raised with the idea that um, I'm very abnormal and no one 
um, has the same views as me. Nobody has the same, um, you know, gifts as I do. And there's something wrong with me. It's not okay. Mm. And I really understand what that's like. Um, so, so you are not the only one out there if you're thinking this way. And if you do have religious trauma, there are lots of people in our community that have religious trauma that can relate to you. So many, so many people. We've had this conversation many times over the years. And um, and I, I do think it is a really uh, common thing amongst people who are on the journey to discover their own spirituality and their own relationship with religion, too. Just because you're spiritual mm-hmm. doesn't mean you have to give up religion. Religion is so much more than, um, you know, it's tradition, it's community. It's, community, yeah. It's, I, I happen to know there's a... Um, what is it? What is it here? There's like a synagogue. So I was raised Jewish. There's a synagogue, which doesn't have much guilt in it, embedded in it. Um, Or at least I didn't experience that. Um, There's like a synagogue here in Philadelphia that's like so laid back. Like there's so many different versions of church and synagogue. And, you know, I, I think as we all expand as people, I think there's people that are wanting to create spaces where you can have religion, let's say, and the community around that, and you can also be yourself, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I would definitely, like, look out for that as well if that's something that you're looking for because I know it exists here in in my city. Um, And also would encourage you to – yeah, keep talking about it. Like, I don't know if we have any specific resources like texts on it for you, but it could also be a really interesting thing to ask the Arc Nine. That might be a little too scary for you. Um, yeah, aliens that might-, might be a little far. <laughs> Jump a few pages. <laughs> Where like astrology alone is is uh, demonic, and I'm like, why don't you talk to the aliens about it? Um, <laughs> but that but, could be another form of like God-like beings, right? Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other topic. Like, I feel like some people are really like, if someone were to say those are demons pretending to be something else in the very beginning, I could have like subscribed to that idea. Okay, cool. Like dead people, not really so much because I can like conceptualize them. I can kind of, yeah. Like, I'm getting facts about who this is. Like, why would you make that up, right? And the message, I would say also, always listen to what the message is. Like, Abraham Hicks is another one that claims to channel aliens. And the message is always empowering. The message is always uplifting. The arc time, the message is always empowering and uplifting. It's never like, go kill humanity. It's never like, like you're wrong or you're bad you're wrong or, or only a group of of certain people are better than other people like mm-hmm. if that was the message i'd be like what are we doing here right like yeah. mm, i don't know about there's this. no hierarchy or uh there's, and there's always support of freedom of choice yeah which i think is important yeah so did i interrupt um, you again what is wrong with me? no i think i interrupted you that time i'm sorry okay <laughs> no um, you're fine Carrie just said, hi, Carrie, we miss you. She just said, it took me a while to get comfortable with the idea of aliens. They remind me of Muppets, though. (laughs) Now, (laughs) I guess. Yeah, they're just like, uh, they're so fun. Um, And we love them. And speaking of 
the Arcturians. Um, we do have our monthly conversation with Arc 9 coming up. Um, oh, this Friday. So mm-hmm. this Friday, um, the 26th of August, 3 p.m. Eastern, we are going to Ambrosia Will Channel, bring through the Arcturians. We call them the Arc Nine because it's a collection of nine Arcturians. And um, everybody gets to ask a question or two. Um, it's always a really interesting conversation because they bring through a lot of just really um, perspective-enhancing information. And yeah. most I'm recently – yeah, uplifting messages too. Most recently, they were taught to we in our private conversation, which is a much higher tier. But in our private convos with them, they were talking about. Well, first they were talking. Someone asked, "Why is the why is the Earth spinning faster?" Because that's a thing. Like scientists have discovered that the Earth is spinning faster than normal, and they said that um, it's because our manifestation is actually speeding up, and it has something to do with the correlation of that. So like. It, it was really interesting the way they described it. And then they also were talking about how when does a soul come into a body when someone's pregnant, right? Do they come mm. in before? Do they come when? And their answer was at like the moment of birth, basically. And we're like, well, wait, like what? what's with all like the kicking and the, you know? And they were explaining in this really interesting way. They were like, that is essentially something that humans want to experience, like the mother wants to experience. The mother wants to have this like long gestation period of getting to know her baby and like feeling the baby and feeling the baby come alive and feeling the baby have more energy. And but the soul doesn't necessarily implant until that moment of giving birth. And it was a really fascinating conversation. And then I said, well, wait a minute. What did I say? I was like asking about like something and they were go, they went, don't you think it's fascinating that most of the mammals on your planet, when they give birth, the babies are basically self, pretty much self-sufficient right away. They can walk. They can follow their Mm -hmm. mom. They can go do things like, you know, when like a horse comes out or what do you call it? Uh. A giraffe. Baby horse, baby giraffe, sea turtles. Um, Sea turtles, yeah. I mean, like, all of these animals that give birth that the the mom's like, come on, let's go. Let's go into the water. Yeah, exactly. You're going to die quickly. Because I said, I was like, well, well, isn't that because they have shorter lifespan? And that's when they brought up sea turtles. They're like, sea turtles live for, like, really long time. So, like, not necessarily. And they were saying that's because humans in particular – they want to f- they want a longer time. They want this time to really bond with their their baby and they want a time where the baby's dependent on them. Like that has been part of our evolution as a species. And it was just a really interesting conversation. So anyway, I digress. So, you want to know something funny? So this what? is really interesting. When you told me that, mm-hmm. I don't believe that. That's there you my go. belief. Like, it's so funny because I know that my voice said it. I get that I said it. And yet I'm like, nah, I don't subscribe to that belief. Like, no. What do you believe? That the soul's in there early? I think the soul's in there earlier. Personally, that's what I believe. I think they said that also that it can be. It can be Mm -hmm. earlier. But a lot of times it's not. Yeah, I guess I have more questions about, like, what's happening beforehand. Yeah. Because, I don't know. I, feel like I just think it's funny that 
I said it and I'm like, no, yeah, I believe it. Sometimes when you're channeling, I think it's really funny because I'm talking to you. I'm talking to Mm -hmm. them, but I'm Mm -hmm. talking to you technically. But I don't ever think that I'm talking to you. Like, (laughs) I never... I sometimes I think, oh, I got to tell Ambie that she's going to think that's really interesting or something. And I yeah. never, even though I'm looking at you, I don't consider that you're there. That's and it's funny. so strange. Such a strange phenomenon. Um, that but, is interesting. Let's anyway, ask them about weight issues next time. Weight issues. Okay, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, so anyway, if you want to come to our next combo with ARC9, that's this Friday. Um, you can join for $20 and up. Or $20 tier and up. If you want to come to our intuitive investigation this Wednesday, that's $5 and up. Uh, all on Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast. Also, if you have been thinking about joining Super Bloom to develop your intuition and um, build confidence, trust yourself, all of those things, there have been a couple of you that have been saying that you're going to sign up, that you want to sign up soon. Um, this is the last week or so to do so. Um, while we're still donating 10% to Sister Song for um, reproductive rights in terms of um, indigenous and BIPOC reproductive rights. So Mm -hmm. um, this is the last week to do something good for you and do something good for uh, women's rights (laughs) at the same time. So um, you can check that out on our website. Uh, It's at the top of our website. It's called Super Bloom, and we'll put it in the link in the show notes as well. Ambie, anything you want to share before we wrap up? No, I think that's it. Do we have any comments from the viewers? Uh, Melissa said, I hear it goes in and out after five months of gestation. Like the spirit mm. or something. That's Liz cool. said, Alexa, when is your due date? My due date is September 13th. But I'm at 37 weeks now, so it could really happen like any time. So stay tuned. Yeah, okay. We'll Stay sound tuned. the alarm whenever it happens. Um, all right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for joining. We love you. And until next time, keep on blooming. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Inner Bloom Podcast.